0: final episode before we hit basketball season. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. I well, mean, next week next is basketball week, yeah. season, but we're going to have to switch to our early Mondays and that's going to be a busy day for me because they're finally unveiling who the new mascot is for the Beloit Snappers next Monday. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, or for the Beloit baseball team. Because huh. it's not the Snappers anymore. Do we know so... what
1: the finalists are at this juncture? Yes. Or?
0: And the funny thing is that Um, and you can probably go back. I know you won't because you're probably not interested. They basically spilled the beans, unless this is just a giant ploy and they're going to reverse course. They had promoted the Snapper's Twitter or Facebook or whatever, promoted ML uh, Minor League Baseball shop for their merchandise, some Snapper stuff, and then they inadvertently put up their new mascot. They started selling a hat or the T-shirt with their new... Mm. And then they had to quickly take it down. But everybody was like, "What's that?" The Beloit. I, I think it's. I think it's going to be the Sky Carp at this point. I think, but I'm not sure. I would have preferred. That, to... Is
1: that a bird or is that a fish?
0: Yes. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I don't know yeah, either. I I had never heard of a Sky Carp. I was I was thinking the the out of all the team names that were there, the Beloit Supper Clubbers would have been more minor league baseball ish. And, and more, maybe more fun. It's it, more
1: like beer league softball.
0: Is true. Honestly. That's yeah. None of them were particularly good. I'm, but at I the end of the day, it's a ball. So nobody really cares. High class a ball. Yeah. High. So yeah. So we got. So we got that going on. Then we'll do our. Uh, then we'll do. We'll, we'll, we'll try and do our podcast on Monday. And then, uh, and then we got basketball one week. As we sit here Tuesday, one week from tonight, yeah, we'll be at Craig High School for the Craig girls in Stoughton and then the Parker girls at the end of the week uh, next Friday at Lake Mills. So, some uh, some kind of disturbing stuff about the Parker girls team that maybe we'll we'll get into as we go towards the season. But sports in this town is kind of seems like one thing after another.
1: Yeah, and that's why building the sports. It- complex it's it's weird like who's like seems like the adults have the interest and the kids don't give a shit right i'll go use it (laughs) right that's fine (laughs) i don't know no it's it's, it's weird It's, it's things are things are strange in uh janesville high school athletics these days no
0: that's uh very mysterious and uh Sorry to drop that and walk away, but we'll we'll kind of see how things unfold with girls' basketball officially getting underway. We don't underway. want to start calling people out before the no, season starts. No, I'll, I'll wait. Till at least we get to Christmas. Definitely going to wait <laughs> on that. But all right, so uh, this episode you're going to have to carry us pretty much in uh, everything but the Badgers because well, yeah, that's good.
1: I'm 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 fired up. I did I'm not watch a
0: lick of NFL action. Well, I take that back. I watched a little bit of the Bears uh, and and the Steelers. Um, I was in the air coming back from. Sedona and Denver when the Packers played the Chiefs, and it sounds like I really didn't miss anything. Um, so, I, I, Sunday, I was traveling for 14 hours. I didn't get to watch any football. Watched a little bit of the Badger game at a sports bar in Sedona before we went golfing, um, but I'm also excited for College Hoops Badgers play tonight as we sit here on Tuesday, and uh, and, and Marquette also plays tonight as well. So, that's all that we got coming up. We'll talk a little baseball, some NBA as well. Bucks are playing tonight, I think, 76ers uh, in Philly, front of half of the five-game road trip. So, um, yeah, let's start with the with the Packers and the Chiefs, 13-7, which if my understanding and the things that I've read is that if the special teams do their job, that's a victory for Green Bay. Uh, it certainly could have been. Should have been. I mean, it would have at least
1: been a tie. You're right. You know, Um just a gross football game. And, like, I hate bad football. And You
0: hate anything bad sports, though. Well,
1: yeah, like, bad baseball and bad basketball, You can I, I can stomach it. Bad football, I just, because I'm, you know, I'm not as in love with football as the other sports. It's just tough for me to watch. But I forced myself to watch this because <laughs> I wanted to watch Jordan Love. And um, he was very underwhelming. Um, I did not think he looked Prepared for a guy Who's been in the program for a year and a half Um, But I will caution all Packer fans Because I had some friends that I talked to After the game okay. That were very upset At how bad he was And there was a lot of stuff on social media Ragging on him For his performance and it was not good But I will caution everybody that's a Packer fan. Just think back about a month ago to when the Bears went to Cleveland and started Justin Fields in his first game. It was one of the worst performances you'll ever see out of an NFL team. It's kind of what you saw. not, Not as bad because the Packer team is better than the Bears, but it was a really poor poor offensive performance all the way around. And it looked like a guy making his first start in a tough situation on the road in a really tough place to play against not a very good team, but a quarterback in Pat Mahomes that's as good as anybody or at least has been. So I would just say cut the guy a little bit of slack. Okay. And this has come from a Bear fan, <laughs> but I'm sympathetic to him because I've watched Justin right. Fields go through it this year. And like I said – I I would be a little concerned because he he's not a rookie. You know he's gone through a preseason. He was there all last year, even though he didn't have a camp. But he was there. He got to absorb all that stuff. So, you know, I get I get where the concern comes from. But you know, if you're basing your evaluation of this kid off of that game, uh,
0: I just think you're that's totally unfair. So from what I caught up with uh, from the people who were covering the game and some of the tweets and and, and LaFleur's comments as well, LaFleur took the blame and shouldered that. Sure. Because that's what apparently head coaches do. Yep. But then my question is, if you didn't think that this Chiefs defense would come after a guy making his first start and try to make him uncomfortable, And even Lafleur said, I didn't do enough with keeping the playbook a little bit simpler, more of these, you know, very big developing plays we didn't get a chance to run because they were disrupted. Why did you not game plan differently? Did you not see this or anticipate that coming? Because I guess the first thing, and we talked about it with the Bears and Big Ben, what is your main objective? Make him uncomfortable back there and force him to do some shit. Yeah. Which, if you're the Chiefs defense and you're looking at this guy who's making his first NFL start, that's the number one thing that I'm that I'm thinking of. And I'm Joe Schmo off the street. So, how do you not anticipate this and scale things back in order to give your quarterback a little more chance of success? I don't understand that from a guy who is supposedly an offensive guru.
1: Yeah, I, I thought the Packers kind of bailed the Chiefs out a little bit. Um you know when you're bringing that much pressure, what does that mean? Well, it means that everybody else is single covered, which means Devontae Adams is single covered, and Aikman was begging the entire game for the Packers to throw the ball down the field to him, and he's like, "Just take some shots. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna go on a sustained 12 play, 86 yard drive with this kid. You have to take the shots, and." They didn't, the Packers didn't seem, and LeFleur didn't seem to trust him. I mean, at the end of the day, they just didn't trust him not, to make those, make either make the throw or make the decision. Or
0: let, try and somebody else let them make a play.
1: I thought Devontae Adams' body language the entire game was shit. Because uh, he wasn't getting the ball? It, it was very rogers esque Eye rolls, um, slumped shoulders, just, you know, you can tell when a guy's not quite, there and he you know they said i think he had one day of practice with adams and like they hadn't thrown the ball to each other since the preseason because you know Rodgers gets all the first team reps right uh which you know i i don't know why some of these teams don't figure that out like dude aaron Rodgers doesn't need a million reps no he you really- don't need him him and devontae adams are fine like him and alan lazard are fine like they've played with each other for a couple of years now like you're not just going to magically find some elixir. Like, right. you got this kid that you invested in. Give him some snaps at the first yes. team because you might need him. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. It was it was a strange game plan. The Chiefs are bad. They're so, not good. I don't know what the hell has happened to that team.
0: I was reading some stuff on Mahomes who had some people wide open and couldn't hit them. And his reads, he was checking down, not taking some of the first or second options. Well, I think he's lost a lot of confidence in some of these guys because okay. Hardman
1: dropped like three balls.
0: Okay, um, the running
1: game stinks. Uh, they've got they started three rookies on the offensive on the right side of the offensive line. I, I mean, he I think he's just zeroed in so much on Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. All you gotta do is put a safety over the top. They figured that out in week three, and he hasn't done shit since. It's hard to win when you're just throwing to a tight end. And I don't think Kelsey's as good as he was last year and two years ago. I think he's lost a step. Mm-hmm. I think he's still very good, but he's not the same guy that he's been. So, I don't know. That that team is a mess. The, the Packer D looked good, but I'm not sure if that was also a function of Kansas City just going through what they're going
0: through. I mean,
1: I, I don't know what to say about
0: it. So then my question is because... I... Obviously I read all of the guys who cover the team and they're from various media, you know, newspapers and radio and and TV and website stuff and whatever. They all say that the Packers defense is good. But again, we're now halfway almost halfway through the season. They have played a few decent teams. Um, they should have been expected to win probably almost all their games, and they didn't. So when do you get to make the determination of whether this defense is good or they're just playing opponents, and they appear to be? Yeah, good? I don't know. Well, and the thing about it, the Packer defense being good, they got a bunch of
1: dudes hurt. So are their backups better than their starters? Like,
0: or are they actually deep? And I mean, get
1: Stokes gets hurt in pregame. pre-game. And yes. then they're, and they don't even miss a beat. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to make of their defense. I think it's better than it's been. I think it's certainly improved from the beginning of the season. But, yeah, it's hard to tell with some of these teams because, you know, I'm not sure. You know, they beat Arizona last week. But I think Arizona, like, all their guys were hurt. Like, because Kyler Murray and Hopkins didn't even play this week. So did they get hurt in that game? Were they hurt going into that game? Did they get hurt in practice this week? I'm not sure. Um, You know, and then the Bengals, who for five minutes we thought were okay when they blew out Baltimore, they lose to the Jets and then get run out of their own stadium by the Browns this week. So, yeah, I don't know what to make of some of these teams that the Packers have faced. It's tough.
0: Um, Not sure whether Rodgers, and apparently I misread something today, he's been on. Uh, Pat McAfee's podcast twice since no well Man. once since we've talked about this we talked about it last week um, where he he came off very very poorly
1: I got a tidbit at the end of the show for you that's okay. that pertains to wrestling Ooh. but like Rogers's performance on McAfee on I think Thursday or Friday of last week that's like. I was like, is that the biggest heel turn since Macho attacked Hogan on uh, Saturday Night's main event, leading into WrestleMania Five, Mega Powers versus Mega Powers? Like this was an this was a really all time heel turn for a guy that or, he, even though he's been quirky and he's and he's a diva, he still has a lot of fans and a lot
0: of supporters. Or is this Hogan Great American Bash? That's well. Bash the beach, or, yeah, or, or yeah. When he beach. turns the NWO, yeah. it's
1: like that level. I'm, I'm not sure it's that level. Like okay. that's the ultimate. Yes, but this is a big heel turn, man. He he pissed a lot of people off last weekend,
0: and he kind of people were taking
1: shots at him. He kind of doubled
0: time. down on the, on the thing today. He said, uh, you know, I'm sorry if people feel that way, and I let people down. I stand by well, no, what no. I said.
1: He never uttered the words, I'm sorry, or I apologize. What he said was, I take full responsibility if you felt misled. That's not an apology.
0: But he's also putting it on you. Exactly. It's if, not an apology. If you felt misled.
1: I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Your face fell into my fist.
0: Sorry. I, sorry uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, sorry. I'm sorry. You're dumb enough to. Um, yeah. I No. Okay. Yeah, but it, it, this is just not through the semantics it, here. It, It's
1: not gone over well. I mean, Howard Stern was has gone nuclear on him on his show this week. He, he wants him thrown out of the league, which is obviously a complete overreaction. All four guys on the Fox set, Jimmy Johnson, Michael Strahan, Howie Long, and especially Terry Bradshaw,
0: I heard Bradshaw. went off on him. Yes.
1: Bradshaw went off on him. And the other three guys, they, they took their shots. Um, Rogers is supposedly livid over the reaction to what he did. Are you tone deaf? Well, yeah. yeah. When you are the sun and everybody else
0: revolves around you, yeah, you're tone deaf. How do you not know what the temperature is in the room on all this stuff to not anticipate whatever you're going to say that is so against what the flow of information and really the feeling is of a lot of people and you don't expect backlash. Well, and it's funny too, because the article
1: that came out that said this, it was from people.com. Wasn't reported by Schefter. You know, wasn't reported by Albert Breer. It's an entertainment. Wasn't reported by Florio. It was reported by people, which means his girlfriend's people leaked. That Aaron's mad. And then she, he was allegedly spotted in, in so L.A. today, which I saw her. anybody that even thought that that would be possible, it's like the dude's in Green Bay, man. Like, what do you? why would he be in L.A. anyway, breaking quarantine? Then, of course, she had to go on her saw social her media and cry.
0: Thing. And she broke it down like his hands are the hairiest hands ever. And then yeah, and then ever, she starts, like, going in on the yeah. guy, the guy that
1: got mistaken for Rogers. It's like, what'd that guy do? He
0: didn't do anything.
1: He just went to get a coffee.
0: Like, he wouldn't be caught driving this car. Okay,
1: but here a couple, of, couple of interesting things. So, do you start him this week? If he if he's clear, do you start him this week?
0: I think it's a business it's a business decision. Yes.
1: Okay. Um. The the relative silence from everybody in that organization has been interesting.
0: Not shocking to me.
1: Not, Not- after the shots that he took at the beginning of the season. It's, it's not, but I haven't even heard a lot from any players.
0: They're not going to do that because they were, they were asked in their separate news conferences after this whole thing came out late last week, and they've all said, like they've asked, did you know he was or how do you think? And all of them are saying, that's not for me to say, that's his business, blah, blah, blah. They were not going to go in against their teammate. Like they didn't even say that they were disappointed. Now flip that script if that happened to somebody and Rodgers was asked he would have said he was disappointed I think he would have yeah because he's gone in against people like that in training camp and it's been some of the low level guys and I get it it's but I mean would he have done it to Aaron Jones or Devontae Adams or his boy Bakhtiari or anybody on the defense Mm -hmm. would he have said they're disappointed I think the odds are probably yeah. Better the yes than no.
1: So this this has to cost him any chance of an MVP. Right? I mean, I don't know that his numbers right now stack up, but there's still a lot of football left to be played. That's, that they're not going to change, I wouldn't think. I can't imagine anybody voting for him this year, though. It, I just, you know, this is one no. of those things that they, the media likes to hold now. against you, yes. like T.O. in the Hall of Fame. This is It, it could be a petty thing.
0: Um, no, that no that, that would be a PR thing, for sure. No.
1: I'm just, you know, I, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. Of course you I've have. laughed my ass off yes. for a week. Obviously, I don't hope any ill will on him health-wise. I hope he's fine. Um, his comments today did lead me to believe that he actually has been sick. It's not like he tested positive and was fine. He has been sick, um, based on his comments today. But at the end of the day... If you're mad at Rogers for anything that he said on that podcast on Friday um, about the vaccine and him not taking it and what he did instead, like, if you're mad that he quote-unquote is misleading people and giving out bad information, like, why are you listening to a football player give medical advice? That's, Any, anyway.
0: That's, no.
1: I mean, that's part of the problem with this with this country. It's the same thing why I have to watch him 48 times a football game telling me what fucking insurance to buy. Like he's not an insurance adjuster. I don't give a shit what his opinion is. They're paying him to say it. Just like I don't care what his medical opinion is. So if you're mad about that, well, then move on with your life and don't listen to what he says. I I just, you know,
0: whatever. Move on. It's just those role model things. Well, that... Barkley
1: said it 30 years I ago, know. man. I am not a role model. I know. I don't I'm not here to raise your kid. Well, Here's a perfect opportunity for all parents that have kids that love Aaron Rodgers to go, that's what I've been telling you, dude.
0: Do you think that middle schoolers and maybe some younger high schoolers can maybe you know, they it's hard to believe whether they really know what's happening in the world. How can in, you? On, How can you parse through all the bullshit? And some issues. It's impossible. It's hard for so, adults to weed through it. Do you think that a middle schooler or a high schooler hears the fact that Aaron Rodgers listened to Joe Rogan and he's taking this horse or cow remedy a, or whatever. I think if a middle
1: schooler knows who Joe Rogan is, he already knows about Joe Rogan and his ivermectin and his, all the weird... Yeah. Like, Joe Rogan is... And I've, I, I've listened to his podcast for on and off for several years. Like, Joe Rogan is one of those... I go up in the woods, and I kill a buffalo, and I eat all the buffalo, and I'm like, he's like that kind of a guy. So him taking an off-brand medical thing, anybody that has ever listened to him, yeah, I'm not surprised by
0: that. That's his game. Sure. Yeah.
1: You know, if Aaron Rodgers is talking to Joe Rogan, again, why do you care what
0: he's doing medically? I don't understand. Who's disappointed? Is it? the younger fans who find this out or is it the older people who tell the younger fans, you should be disappointed in Aaron Rodgers because of this in
1: our day, when we were the young fan, we wouldn't have been disappointed, but now I'm not sure because young people seem to constantly be disappointed in older people. So I don't know all we ever do now that we're in our forties is get told how bad we are. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, man. Okay, that's
0: fair. That's fair. All right. Let's
1: move on. Okay. I've had enough of the Rogers talk. Let's, All let's right. football.
0: You can go to the Bears.
1: Well, do you want to talk about yeah. the Bears
0: then? Yeah.
1: Okay. It was a perfect game for me. I loved it. Fields has his best game of his career, looks like a guy who has an opportunity to be pretty good. And they still lose, which was awesome. I loved the fact that with two minutes to go, He's down six, gets the ball, drives him the length of the field, scores a touchdown, and gives him the lead. That's awesome. He didn't have anything to do with them not being able to stop uh, Pittsburgh and giving up a field goal. Ain't his problem. That's Nagy's problem. And I love that that's Nagy's problem, and that's Pace's problem. Um, So, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed last night. I thought it was fantastic.
0: Okay. Um, I'm rooting
1: for the guy more than I am the jersey. Right, no, I get it. You know? So that's, get where, it. that's where that's where I think most Bears fans are
0: right now. Um, officiating, I don't know what the total penalty oh count God. was. Uh, Chicago had 12, including, and I saw I saw a late hit on fields that wasn't called, and then I saw a couple of bullshit penalties on Chicago that were called. So I I don't like the mentality of... Officials are out to get a particular team, but you have to question. Like when we had, when we had, I think it was the last game of the season when Coach Krieger and Coach McCulloch were kicked out of the game. When I believe all one of them asked and pointed out to the official was, "There's twelve pen- There's X amount of penalties over here, and there's X amount of penalties over here." How is this possible? Sure. Well,
1: yeah, coaches in basketball with the fouls, same thing.
0: Yes. And the official didn't like hearing that disparity pointed out to them, so he kicked them out of the game. Wow. I didn't know you did that in high school. Well, Uh got a flag thrown and whatever. Yeah. Coaches were out. So how do you as a professional then view this? Are are, are you still thinking that the entire crew – is against a particular team, namely yours, with some of these calls? Or is it just convenient enough where the Bears put themselves in the situations that these are really easy to call?
1: Well, I'll say this, and I've talked about it the last couple weeks. This They are extremely undisciplined as, yes. a, as a team. They have been a heavily penalized team all season. They have done a lot of stupid things that have resulted in personal fouls. Cannot argue any of that. But last night was really bad. Um, they have a touchdown taken off the board. in the. I think it was either late third or early fourth. I think it was early fourth quarter. Fields makes a great play, scrambles to his right, throws a touchdown pass. They take it off the board for an illegal chop block, but the chop block actually happened inside the tackle box where it is still legal. And the guy that tried to chop block T.J. Watt completely whiffed and never even touched him and they still called a penalty so they called it for attempting one correct so th- that took four points off the board cuz the bears end up having to settle for a field goal um well actually the- so the touchdown play happens then they run a pass play or they run another play and fields goes to scramble and he slides and he gets hit in the back of the head no call Then the very next play, he throws a screen pass to Montgomery, and Montgomery runs down to, like, the five. And a guy for um, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh takes three steps after he has thrown the ball and hits him in the back. That's probably the one you saw. That's probably the one I saw. No call there. So that's three straight snaps the referee screwed it up. Three straight. Two no calls and one phantom call that results in ending up costing the Bears four points. And, you know, hey, when you lose by two on the road to a last-second field goal, kind of a big deal. Um, And then the one that everybody was up in arms about today was um, this guy the Bears elevate off the practice squad, Cassius Marsh.
0: Cassius Marsh.
1: Gets a sack on a third and long on Roethlisberger with about four and a half minutes to go in the game, and the Bears are going to get the ball back uh, down 3 at the time with a chance to tie or take the lead. So he gets the sack and he t- he does this celebration where he does like a like a Jean-Claude Van Damme roundhouse kick which is I guess his sack celebration but if you're elevated and off the, the practice, practice squad, squad not, do I don't I don't know why you would yes. have a celebration but then apparently he was cut earlier in the year by Pittsburgh so he he's staring walked, down the sideline. He, side he walked over by the hash as he's staring at the Pittsburgh sideline. Right, he's shuffling he's, down the line. He didn't say anything. No, he didn't gesture. He's he didn't do anything. He's just kind of walking. Yep. Mm-hmm. He turns around and starts to run off the field because the, the punter is right behind him. Yep, the punter's already out on the field. The punter's already on the field. So he's turning around to run off the field. He runs behind the referee Tony Correnti. Correnti hip checks him, and then throws a flag for taunting. So Pittsburgh gets the ball back. They end up kicking a field goal, and then you know the rest of the game happens. But it's like the announcers were livid. Brian Greasy and, and uh, I think it's Lewis Tillman. They were livid on those four calls. The Bears got jobbed last night, plain and simple. I don't care because I wanted them to lose the game for bigger reasons than this game. No, but
0: you care but, because the the atrocious officiating has yes. is, is becoming a thing and now it has again influenced the outcome of a game. It's awful.
1: The NFL officiating is as bad as it's ever been. Um, my biggest concern is and this isn't the first time Fields is really taken some shots this year that have not been legal hits. And they have not been called. And if I was the Bears and if I was the Bears front office and coaching staff, you gotta send this shit into the league, and you gotta be like, listen, this is our 22 year old top ten franchise quarterback. You cannot let people tee off on him. This, this if this was Rodgers, Brady, hell, Roethlisberger got one last night on a weak ass one where some dude shoulder to shouldered him, and Roethlisberger act like he got hit with a sniper rifle. You have to protect everybody the same. I don't care if it's a rookie or not. Um, That is worrisome as a fan. I I don't like to see my franchise quarterback getting drilled and having it not even be penalized. What's the incentive to not do it?
0: They talked about the fact that, and, and really it's a moot point right now because it doesn't matter whether the hip check was part of it because everybody's saying that, Crenti was going to throw the flag anyway. That the contact just made him. No, he did. It. It, more, was de- were, were yeah, it was intentional. We're more demonstrative. It was intentional. He
1: made the rough intentionally made contact with the player. Right. He can say whether or not he was going to pull the flag, but like Marsh said after the game, if I did that to him, I get tossed. Plain and simple, no questions asked. Cannot make intention. Uh, even unintentional contact with referees can get you
0: tossed. Can yes.
1: But intentional, like the referee did to him, he would have been thrown out of the game. And that's not right. And I've, we've seen guys, Joey Crawford was that way when he reffed in the NBA. Joe West was that way when he was umpiring in baseball. You can't have that stuff. That's, that's not why people are watching, and that's not why guys are, are putting their their jobs and their bodies on the line for having people that have nothing to do with the game end up judging the outcome of the game.
0: But again, we're in the position like we talked about, maybe it wasn't last week, maybe it was the week before, you have now egregious officiating mistakes that are plaguing the league, affecting outcomes, but... Is anything going to be done about it so long as ratings are
1: high? No, because the NFL came out today and supported the referee in in the taunting call. Oh, my
0: God. I didn't even know
1: that. I mean, the taunting thing at the end of the day is a subjective call. It is. Which is why it's bad.
0: Well, and there is no
1: letter of the law. There is no. It's not like holding or pass interference. Taunting, that could be interpreted a million ways.
0: When Correnti, I think I think he said after the game that this is one area that the NFL they come out with these every year. That well, that's fine. Th- th- this is one that you're going to be constant. It's it's a point of focus this year. I just think to that, look at that stuff.
1: I just think that you know you have to take all the there has to be context. There has to be context. It was a huge play in a huge moment of the game with a struggling team on the road. He didn't say anything. He didn't gesture. The the referee even said. He posed. Well, what the hell did the defenses do in the end zone?
0: So I was just going to bring up
1: when they get when, when, when they, they get an interception, interception or a
0: fumble and they run all the what, way down. What's the difference? And they do a little choreographed deal in the end. So
1: what if he had ran into the end zone? Is that okay? Like, because to me, that's worse. If he ran fifty yards down in the end zone and posed, that's way worse than walking over to the hash mark and looking at probably the coaches that didn't want him. And thinking to himself, fuck you guys. I just sacked your quarterback on third down.
0: That's what he was thinking. Because that's what we would all think. Yes. If we were all in that position, that's yes. Because you got to control your emotions. That's human nature. Sure. But
1: I don't know. Sports is supposed to be fun, it's business. But the Bears, dude, three times in the fourth quarter, they had a a D lineman lining up offsides three times twice it was robert quinn a guy who's been in the league over a decade what in the world is going on where that continues to happen that's just lack of discipline and that's poor coaching
0: that's what i was gonna say that's reflective on your coaching staff we've seen it you know you hear about various teams under certain coaches where they are the most flagged Mm -hmm. and and they will get a reputation that they play dirty, they play undisciplined, and it always goes back to the coach. Now, you know what
1: it reminds me of: Jim Schwartz, Lions, and Diamond, Sue and those guys. Yeah, nice defense. You cost your team 140 yards a game though, because you guys right. are dicks. Yes, you know, you guys are trying to be tough asses.
0: Well, and and don't they? Yeah, I I would be curious to. I mean, has anybody asked Nagy about this stuff? About the undisciplined stuff and and the penalties. I mean, I don't read enough about well, the Bears to know.
1: And and anymore now, I don't think you get to. I don't think you get to interview the coordinator. No, because this guy they got this year is his first year. So I don't know. I don't know if anybody's asked him. But even if they did, he'd have something stupid to say anyway. Like they all became better friends this week.
0: Well, then fine. Like, who cares? Start asking defensive players. Yeah. Like why why is this continually happening? Why are you guys getting these penalties? Like I would I would like to know an honest answer. What what goes into your mind? Or maybe like you say, Roger. You know, you go back to Rogers when he when he told the the Bears fan that that you know he he owns them. Do you just black out and you just do what comes naturally to you? And then you he just put, black out. Put yourself in a situation. Okay, but oh, fine. So that but was I mean- another
1: Aaron Rodgers half truth.
0: Okay. But you know what it's like when when adrenaline takes over and you just do shit. Of course.
1: You hit a shot at the buzzer and you just turn to the crowd and and you just go nuts. Sure.
0: Okay. So how do you stop that and let cooler heads prevail and be like, I might be costing my teammates some important yardage and or first downs? I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know how you curb that, but I know that you have to be able to know where the line of scrimmage is and you can't have your head
0: over the ball. Seems like uh, it's just, rudimentary. It's football one oh one. Yes. All right. Let's go to uh, more week nine results. Yep. Uh I don't really remember what happened uh, last Thursday. Between, I didn't watch any of it because I didn't care. No, and I and I was in <laughs> Sedona for the first time. So
1: blows out the Jets. And
0: apparently Jonathan Taylor played well, so yep. that's cool. Uh the Browns go to Cincinnati and just hound the Bengals.
1: Oh, well, there's some serious ewing theory going on with OBJ and the Browns. I every time of, that guy sits out, they win.
0: I kind of thought that might happen, honestly. Alex Smith last
1: night on the pregame of Monday Night Football was phenomenal explaining why the Browns are better without OBJ. It was great. And Randy Moss and Booger McFarlane are sitting there, and they were hating every word that was coming out of his mouth, but they both knew he was right. He's just like, you know, listen, the Browns scored 41 points. They They, they only threw the ball 20 times. They had 14 completions. He's like... Odell Beckham's not going to get 9, 10 catches and targets on this team. He needs to go somewhere else if that's what he wants to do. If you want to win, we are more than welcome. But if you want to just put up numbers, check you.
0: Shocking that Keyshawn wouldn't like what what, what the, or Randy Moss, that wouldn't like what he said about a receiver. That's good, not being involved. How do the Cowboys lose to the Broncos? This seemed, I was... It was again. 30 to nothing. It was
1: 30 to nothing
0: at Dallas. I didn't watch any football, but some of these scores I was I was like I was trying to keep up and I was just constantly saying, "What is going on?" And this is one of the big ones. Denver and Dallas. Yeah. Like what?
1: I thought this would be a walkover for yes! Dallas. Maybe yes! they did, too. But to be down 30 to nothing. Well, Denver had the ball I saw for like 40 minutes.
0: Oh. So time, Dak
1: only threw time like possession. Like going into the fourth quarter, I think Dak had only thrown like fourteen passes. He was like six for fourteen for like eighty yards.
0: So even down that, they much, didn't even they, have the ball. They stayed with the run though. Well,
1: yeah, but they just didn't have the
0: ball. They must have been going three and out. I, I don't know. Dolphins somehow. Well, this is this this was the toilet. Yeah, bowl. Dolphins oh, beat Houston. Who big, cares? Big effing deal. Falcons top the Saints. Yep, I picked this one. I knew this one was coming. Really? Yeah, yeah. Reason being.
1: Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon suck. It's one thing to come in in the middle of a game. It's another thing for them to have a week to prepare for you.
0: And this is going to be... And Atlanta's not awful. I think Winston didn't tear... Yeah, he's done. So this is probably going to be their season.
1: Oh, yeah. I think the Saints, they're going to... I think they'll finish around 500. But, yeah, they're not going to be... They're not a threat.
0: We talked about this one, and I wasn't really sure, given the Giants' last performance but i did not see them beating the raiders either
1: no but the raiders have had so much crap going on i mean gruden and then rugs with the with the car accident and then they have this dude that was like oh their first God. round pick last year that they cut because he was like
0: threatening on the people internet. With, gun- with guns like
1: what the, what is going on get off twitter tiktok instagram
0: whatever idiots yes. Um Patriots wax Carolina are the Patriots good? I think they're good. Every time we we try to think that they're good something happens where it's like I'm not really sure they are any good.
1: Well, I think those I think they're good enough to beat good teams. But I also like they still Mac Jones is okay. They don't have any real weapons, but they're good enough to beat good teams.
0: Okay, so now then that begs the question, given this next score, because this was the shocker of the week, in my opinion, that Jacksonville actually beat Buffalo. Is the AFC East still up for grabs? Is it, yeah, not, is apparently. it not Buffalo's? Well,
1: Buffalo's... Only... I don't even mean the standings. I just mean, Buffalo can, can loses, New England compete? Buffalo loses 9-6. to six. I mean,
0: just the score. Did anybody throw a touchdown? I don't or, think so. were they all field goals?
1: I think they were all field goals. Josh Allen had like four or five turnovers. Like He was terrible.
0: Including Um, one to Josh Allen.
1: Yeah, but I I, I guess you have to say that the AFC East is still open because they still play twice. So there's an opportunity for New England here to possibly win that division. I mean, I would be surprised, but I'm not going to be surprised at all if they're the 6th or the 7th seed.
0: Uh, I watched a little bit of this one in the airport uh, in overtime during our layover, uh, and Minnesota was up by... A decent amount in Baltimore, and they managed to lose to the Ravens in overtime because I saw their overtime possession, and it just wasn 't good. I was just like what what that that's it that's all you got,
1: yeah, Baltimore keeps finding ways to win win close games um, I think you got to throw Lamar into the mVP talk again whether whether I like it or not, but I, you know the Vikings uh organizationally must be similar to the Bears where they don't like to fire coaches during the middle of the season because I don't know how Zimmer's still got his job
0: you I'm not saying that.
1: I'm not saying that this is entirely his fault no but you could have said that the last couple of years yeah I know but like the way their season has gone this year like every game they've lost they've blown I think they're three and five I think basically all five losses they should have won the game and they've just
0: blown it uh Chargers go to Philly and win yeah, last-second field goal. A little bit closer than probably should have been. But, mm-hmm. I, again, are we sure the Chargers are good?
1: I'm not sure. they got a lot of talent. I just don't know if they're good.
0: Cardinals beat the 49ers, who the, were bad. That's the, a good bounce-back game for Arizona. The Colt McCoy-led Cardinals. No no, no Murray, Kyler. no
1: Hopkins. Edwards got hurt during the game.
0: They're so banged up all the time. shows sudden. you how bad San Francisco must really well, be. Well, and it
1: shows how freaking quickly your season can get in trouble when you get a couple good guys banged up.
0: And then Sunday night. Shocker. Yeah. uh, Tennessee with a healthy victory over the Rams.
1: Well, you had bad Stafford. It was a bad Stafford game. Sometimes you'll get that. Like his record against winning teams is unbelievably a horrid, but it's like, well, yeah, but he's on the Lions, so I don't know that you can expect it to be good. It's (laughs) like
0: who, Who, how, how many times are you going to have a, yeah.
1: I mean, there's only about five guys ever that could have quarterbacked the Lions to success. You know, and I don't think Stafford was one of them. So,
0: all right, you want to run through the playoff standings?
1: Yeah, uh, AFC division leaders: Tennessee seven and two, Baltimore six and two, Chargers five and three, Buffalo five and three, Um, Vegas five and three, Pittsburgh five and three would be your five and your six seed, and then New England, KC, Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Denver are all tied at five and four right now. So, the AFC has got a lot of depth. I'm not sure. Any of those teams are that good. Um, the NFC division leaders, Arizona eight and one, Packers seven and two, Tampa six and two, Dallas six and two, Rams seven and two in the five hole, Saints five and three in the six. Right now Atlanta at four and four would be your seventh seed. Carolina four and five just outside, and then Minnesota, Seattle, and San Francisco at three and five. Pretty much all all four of those teams
0: I think are playing for their season this week. Um, even though the records are good, judging from what we've seen in the last week, I'm not really confident in any of those teams. I still think the Rams are really good.
1: And I still think Tampa's really good, especially if they can get healthy at the end of the year, which is, I, I think they're almost like an NBA team. They just want to get to the playoffs. Yep. They don't really give, they're just trying to survive the regular season. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I don't think Dallas is you know, Dallas is Dallas you know they're going to go Can't 12 and five anything. yeah and they're going to win their division and then they're going to host a
0: divisional game and get beat cuz that's what Dallas does all right week 10 starts on Thursday with the uh with the Ravens going to the Dolphins um that should be a slaughter i would think yeah i would think so i don't know if Tua is going
1: to play it sounds like he broke a finger or something but Jeez. that may be a blessing for them i don't know
0: uh the Cowboys host the Falcons Yeah, I mean, big Uh, game for Atlanta. I was going to say, they're probably smelling blood in the water at this point. They're flying high, and now they get a Dallas team that sucked last week. I'd be surprised to see Dallas laying two weeks in a row, but we'll see. Um, New Orleans has got to go to Tennessee now, Mm -hmm. and with the Titans' victory over the Rams and the Saints figuring out what they're doing at quarterback, I'm not really thinking this will be much of a game. Do you do you trust Ryan Tannehill? I don't. I think I would trust him. Well, Saints defense is okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know in this. game. But is New Orleans going to score?
1: I don't know. Kamara's better than anybody on the on the Titans. Probably true. You know, I don't know. It's a it's a weird one.
0: Uh, the Colts trying to get back to five hundred, which they should against the Jaguars. The but red again, hot Jaguars. If Jacksonville can beat Buffalo, then I'm not really sure that they can't beat Indianapolis. You win
1: but. this week, you got a winning streak.
0: It has happened before. <laughs> uh, okay, so now five and four teams. Big game here. Patriots hosting the Browns. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. win for Cleveland if it happens. Big win for New England if it happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Cleveland really hasn't beat anybody any good. So, you know, this would be a nice road one to get. So the Bills trying for a bounce back game. They got to go play the Jets. That's a good elixir after you. I would think so
1: after you suck in
0: in Jacksonville. Detroit's going to be 0-9 because I don't think they're going to go to Pittsburgh and, and Pittsburgh's
1: win. going to be 6-3, and three and they are not good.
0: That's what I see. I,
1: watching them against the Bears last night, that is not a good football team. And they're going to be 6-3. and three. Crazy.
0: Then they're going to go to the playoffs, and they're going to get stomped. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay comes off the bye. they got to play Washington. Yeesh. I don't think that's going to be very good um or is murray and hopkins healthy for the cardinals to play East ha- carolina I
1: haven't heard yet there's not even a line on this game yet so oh, really
0: yeah okay um minnesota's got to go to the chargers
1: i think this could be a really entertaining game but i have no faith in minnesota being able to win this game on the road although this is the exact kind of game, game that they will win. will win
0: and then they'll keep zimmer's job for you know The hot seat will cool down for a little bit, and then they'll find a couple of successive weeks to mess it up. Um, Broncos and the Eagles in Denver. I don't really know who either
1: of these teams are at this point. So this is a toss-up.
0: Russell Wilson coming back. Uh, He's cleared. He's not saying that he's going to start, but he's been cleared to practice and play. And now the Packers awaiting Rodgers. And apparently I, I read the... A tweet wrong that when somebody was transcribing what rogers said on the mcafee show saying that there wasn't a small chance that he could play it's a small chance that he couldn't that he wouldn't play yeah
1: i read he's got to go through some testing the next couple of days it, like they monitor your heart because i guess something worried about my, myocarditis something, something like that like, okay. so he's got to pass that and then if he gets through all that then he can come back saturday um, if he plays, I don't see any reason why the Packers don't win this game by double digits. I think the Seahawks stink,
0: okay, with or um, without Wilson. Sunday night, Raiders hosting the Chiefs. Another big game. Um, and they're both kind of
1: desperate. I think at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think the Chiefs are any good, man.
0: I don't know that the Raiders are much better. But I asked you this in a text message this morning, and I said, How do the Chiefs get from last season to this season and there's such a drop off? Well, even the first two weeks of the season and they were scoring in the thirties. And now suddenly Mahomes looks like he can't hit the broadside of a barn. I don't know. It's like he's got the yips, man. I don't know. I I just don't know how
1: that's I possible. just don't think the I don't think the personnel on that offense is as good as it's been. Like I said. Kelsey, I don't think, is the same. Tyreek Hill is kind of a one-trick pony to me, and they don't really have anything else. Like, Edwards-Alaire is not panned out. Is Daryl Williams guy is just a guy. Uh, Hardman is not very good. Um, and, I mean, I was looking at the game on Sunday, and I'm like, dude, the Packers' offense, even without Rodgers, uh, the rest of this, the, the other 10 guys are way better than the Chiefs. Um, the only place the Chiefs had the big advantage was tight end because Tanyan's out, mm-hmm. um, but I, I would say Devontae Adams and Lazard are better than what the Chiefs have. Packers certainly were better at running back, and they got a better line. So, I don't know. I just think, uh, I don't know if, if the contract, the Mahomes contract, has been a factor. You know, you give a guy a quarter of a billion. Did right. he did he change? Did he cut corners? Yeah. Um, is it a cap thing? I don't I don't follow the Chiefs well enough to know. Oh, but I don't know that either. It's it's not great.
0: Um and then on Monday night, it's the Rams at the 49ers. Yeah. I would think the Rams would win. I would think so. Buys this week include the Bears, the Bengals, the Giants, and the Texans. Will anyone
1: miss those teams? I was
0: actually just gonna say <laughs> that. I, I mean, is any is that's not really missing? I'll much. miss
1: them. Of course you will.
0: No, I won't. I'll be good. All right, anything else on the uh, NFL? No. I saw uh, Odell Beckham Jr. cleared waivers today, and somebody quoted him as saying the Packers are his number one destination that he wants to go to, mm. which if this is going to be the last season with Rodgers and a couple other guys and just kind of the way it's gone with all the PR stuff, fuck it. Let's do it. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Mm. I don't know. What- I don't think you need to do it. I don't either. But. I don't, but there are people scrambling for this, which I don't understand. Yeah, That's not like, a position Have of you need. not seen the trail of damage that he's left in his wake? And you think you're going to get a Super Bowl on what is probably going to be Rodgers last year with the team? Is there any way that this goes well if it happens? You I just, don't think so. You just
1: have to hope that he gave you... The the Bad Moon Rising eight right. game nineteen ninety six performance where he just he sucks it up for two months and then he just goes about his merry way with his Super Bowl ring. I I, I personally just don't think he's worth the trouble.
0: I don't either. I um, don't
1: everybody on TV seems to think he's this just unbelievable talent. I I'm I don't see it, but where does he go where good things happen? I think he needs to go to. I think he should go to like New England. Honestly,
0: will he deal with that kind of I atmosphere?
1: Know. I don't know. I think maybe that's what he needs.
0: Well, that's what he might need, but that might not be what he wants.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: All right, um, we'll move to college football. Uh, was watching this for probably the first quarter and a half, and then the Badgers really turned it on against Rutgers before we went golfing. So I didn't. I didn't see it when when it was starting to be a blowout. Um, Fifty-two to three. I mean, Rutgers is bad. Badgers seem to be finding their stride. Um, Malusi got hurt. They're trying to figure out whether he's out. Sprail Allen guy. I don't know what's happening at the running back position. I honestly don't. Um, they got this Brady Shipper dude who is the you know the next Garrett Groshich that that your boy yeah. um, Paul Chris loves. Um, he's in the mix. They keep doing some of these fullback dives that I don't understand when it's, you know, fourth and or third and short or fourth and short. And Braylon Allen, 17-year-old out of Fond du Lac, he's looks pretty good. Jackson Aker from Verona got in. He got a touchdown late. I don't know where this Julius Davis kid is, whether his dad is still complaining that his kid's not getting any playing time and blaming it on fantasy football. Um, but Northwestern is bad. I thought Iowa would walk over them this past week, and they didn't. I think they only won by, like, seven, maybe less, six. Um, But Northwestern, again, it's one of those teams that always causes problems, especially when it's down in Evanston. But I I don't see any way that the Badgers should lose this game. I really don't. And I don't really see any reason why they don't win out the rest of the year. And I think we talked about this last week. Their, Their remaining opponents are bad. They'll go to the Big Ten title game. They'll face either Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, and they'll probably get stomped. And then they'll go to a semi-mid-level upper-tier bowl game. They might win. They might not. Um, but I don't know whether you can count that victory over Purdue as big now um, because they, they, beat, they beat... Is Purdue any good? I don't know. No because clue. Because they go to Iowa and they win. They beat Dude. Michigan State, but then they look... They looked like a a
1: high school team against the Badgers. Yes. They were terrible. And you're
0: like, this is the same team that went to Iowa City and won?
1: And then, yeah, and then the other day they beat Michigan State, who was number three in the country. And then it came out that the Big Ten officials came out and said, yeah, we kind of fucked uh, over Michigan the week before. They should have actually beat Michigan State. Like, what is happening? Big Ten's a mess. I don't think anybody's any good except maybe Ohio State, but they're not. They're not. They're typical Ohio State.
0: But they're not. No, they're not the Ohio State of years. No, past.
1: they're not running over the competition. No, I
0: think they would go to the college football playoff, and I think they get waxed, mm-hmm. which which may very well happen. Um, so I I don't know. It's Badgers, Northwestern, Nebraska, and then and then Minnesota. Um, we're getting into and I'm just one more college football note just to just to kind of see where you're at with this, because I know you, you've you been kind of critical in the past about the college football playoff because it's the same, generally the same three or four teams that are in it. So now Cincinnati, they went there for game day this past weekend, and I think it was, or maybe it was the week before, and they were all talking about, you know, Cincinnati's schedule, and they haven't played anybody, and that's why they shouldn't be ranked. How do you let a team like that prove itself without letting them in the college football playoff?
1: Right. Well, it's the Boise State argument from several years ago. It's the same thing. Um, If you don't like the fact that they're in the conference that they're in, then get rid of conferences. Just have open scheduling. Just have D1 college football. What's the point? You know? Um, But, you know, Cincinnati is in the conference that they're in, and unless the big schools are willing to schedule them, I bet Cincinnati can call them. But like we said, though, you can schedule Cincinnati. Alabama and Cincinnati can say today we're going to play in 2028 at Dallas Stadium on opening night of the college football season. It doesn't mean Cincinnati's going to be any good because chances are if they're any good the next couple of years, their coach is going to get another job and he's going to leave. So they're probably not going to be any good by the time that game happens. So, yeah, without allowing them, and that's why really, that's really the argument for the expansion of the playoff to me. Okay, you don't want to let Cincinnati in at the expense of uh, LSU, Alabama, Michigan, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, whoever that fifth team is in the ranking. You don't want to exclude them. Well, then fine, make it eight. Now you can have that team in.
0: And a couple other big draws. And you can
1: have a couple other big draws, but you can allow the – there's. it seems every year there's the fringe team. you, you got to have a spot for those guys. They deserve it. They've earned it. They, you can only play who's on your schedule. Those kids at Cincinnati did not make the schedule. They have nothing to do with what conference they plan. That is above their pay grade. They're just playing who's out in front of them on Saturday, and they're beating their ass. I think you got to reward teams for that, that's, I'm... because at the end of the day, it's like I've said before. If the NCAA basketball tournament was Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, and North Carolina every year, they no one would people would be bored by that. You would just be bored by that, and I know the coach is the star and all that, and you know you Saban and Alabama and the brand. It's like, well, that's fine, but if they have a shittier record than somebody else. I don't care how many first-round draft picks that they're going to have. I don't care. Put the team in that earned it. Just my my opinion.
0: When they had the BCS and they were, you know, filtering into all those big, those big bowl games, those New Year's Six or whatever they were, the BCS games outside of the national championship, and they let Boise State in and they beat Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl. I think, they, I think they might have let in Hawaii one year, and they got stomped by Georgia or something like that. Northern Illinois, I think, played Florida State or Miami down there, and they lost. So the track record has not been good. So you can go by history and say, well, these were all mid-majors that ran the table and were really good and climbed into the rankings, and we gave them their shot, and they blew it. And it's kind of like letting Notre Dame in on different sets of rules to the college football playoff. What's happened when Notre Dame's got in the last few years? They've gotten stopped. Gotten stopped, yeah. So maybe, I, I, I just, that always seems to be what people are afraid of. But I think it speaks to your point where, okay, well, maybe don't have them play the number one seed as the four. Or, the th- you know, play the two as the three or whatever. Maybe make them the five and have them play the four. A, you know, something like that. Let them in. Mm-hmm. But don't immediately. Don't set them up to fail. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. Uh, I, yeah. I just think it's, you know, uh, th- these, these decisions are always made about how many eyeballs something is going to draw. We've seen it year in. In year out that watching the little guy make the run is what people want to see. Now, do the people want to see Loyola play Kansas in the national championship game in basketball? Not really, but they want them to be able to make the Final Four. That's it. That's it. To watch those guys be able to win the regional final Put the hat on and cut the net down and celebrate and do the media week at Final Four. That's what it's about. Nobody's nobody's dying to see Loyola play VCU for the national title. That's no, but the lead up, the drama, the the beating the big dog. That's the cool part. Yeah, you put you know you put Cincinnati in and they play. I don't know. They play Ohio State. Why not? Rivalry game,
0: oh, huge interstate in game, yeah.
1: huge. Four seed versus the five. Cincinnati beats them. Who's not watching that?
0: And who's probably I don't
1: even like college football, and I'd watch that.
0: And who's who would not watch Cincinnati the next week? Going, holy shit, they just beat Ohio
1: State. Yeah, the next week now they now they got to play Alabama. Alabama. And if they win that, they get to play the winner of Georgia and USC if they're ever any good again for for the national national title. But you got to win a couple. You can get in the tournament. That's why you got to have a tournament, though. Mm-hmm.
0: Totally agree. All right, uh, we can jump to the NBA. Bucks are on tonight. Yep, I right know. Um, they uh, they st- they're in, they're in the midst of a five game road trip uh, at the at the front end of a five game road trip, and this is would be they're trying to avoid three losses in a row. I you can speak to what's been happening. Middleton's out for COVID. That's all I know. Are they still? Is Lopez still gone? Yep. DiVincenzo, when are we going to see him? I Haven't heard. I'm not sure. Because this has been a while.
1: Well, he got hurt in May. Okay. You know, so it's been what? Is he practicing? Five months?
0: Is he jogging? I think he. I don't he think cutting? he. I don't think
1: he's doing full practice okay. yet. But I haven't heard. Okay. But yeah, those those three guys are out. Middleton is eligible to come back. Uh, let's see. I think on Saturday. Um. So he's probably going to miss three more games, counting tonight. Okay. Um, and then, you know, again, when I don't know if he's been sick, so is it gonna, is he gonna then have to take another week to kind of get, get back, back into it? it. I, I'm not sure. Um, sorry, just got a text. My dad. Um, things are not going well though. They're four and six. Mm-hmm. They were up 20 at home to the Knicks. They end up losing by 15 the other it's a, night.
0: It's a really big swing.
1: Um, they lose the other night to Washington on the road. And what was a good game? They were in it till the end, but they couldn't close it out. Um, at Philly tonight, at the Knicks Wednesday, at Boston Friday, at the Hawks Sunday. So they've got four good teams that are probably all going to be in the playoffs on the road this week. I'll be surprised if they don't come home one and three at best. Um, you know, the the defense has really been an issue, and it's partly because of the 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 certain guys that are out, especially Middleton and Lopez. Um, and then you factor in just trying to incorporate all these new people um, that, that are on the team this year, Grayson Allen, Semi Ojale, um, Jordan Wara, who barely played, Grayson Allen, Rodney Hood, um, George Hill. So it's a lot of guys that are playing major minutes for you right now that weren't on your roster last year. So that's been a problem. Um the rotations have been kind of a mess, but I'm not. I don't blame Budenholzer. He's, what else are you gonna do? He's just shuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic right now and just trying not to kill Giannis. Um, you know, Giannis has been phenomenal. I think he's third in the league in scoring right now at about 28 a game. He's getting 27, 28, 11, and six right now. Um, they're asking a lot of him. They're asking him to play center, which is not where he wants to play, and it's a lot more difficult and a lot more physical position than what he's used to playing. I mean, he even came out and said it the other day, like, I miss Brooke. When he comes back, I'm going to give him a big hug and a kiss and say thank you.
0: Up to trust, now Tyler.
1: go down and play center. I'm tired of that shit. It's tough. And, uh, you know, his minutes are about where you want them. They're about 31, 32. But just the toll that he's had to take and the burden that he has to carry offensively um, he not only has to get his twenty-eight; he's got to try to get Grayson Allen going and get George Hill going. And you know, Holiday's back now, but he hasn't been very good in the two games he's been back. I'm hoping this week he kind of gets back into the flow a little bit, and maybe that'll help him win a couple of these games. But um, it's 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 been a struggle the first ten games. But I'm not I'm I'm not surprised at the record. I'm a little surprised at how it's happened, but. Okay. But yesterday they got to go to the White House, yep. which was cool. I mean, regardless of who the president is, right. I no, think you, it's always cool, you, you, when you the go. champ gets to go and, and do that and represent their team and their state. Uh, we officially can change Bobby Portis's name to Bobby Potus. Um, <laughs> he uh, he had a, he had a good time yesterday. Conanton did a lot of a lot of pictures, pretty cool pictures of Giannis and his brother uh, at the White House, which is you know if you if you know their story for those two guys to be standing there is pretty cool. Um, so, you know, real, really happy for them. So okay. that's kind of where the Bucks are at these days. All right.
0: Uh, what else has happened around the well, league? Well, LeBron's hurt. Um,
1: uh, adductor strain, abdominal adductor yep. strain. So he's been out a week or so. And, you know, I think this is going to be common with him. I think you're going to see this, whether it's an actual injury or not. You know, he's in year 19. He's got... Forty thousand minutes under his belt. That's a
0: lot of minutes. So going it's down.
1: it's gonna it's gonna happen to him. Um, Steph Curry's back. He had fifty last night. Golden State's back.
0: Are they just are they just healthy?
1: Well, Clay's not back yet. But um, other than that, they've got the best record in the league. They're nine and one. Jeez. They really haven't beat anybody any good. They've kind of beat up on the dregs of the league so far. I think they've only left California once. In the first ten games, okay, so that so that
0: helps hasn't been a big challenge. No, nope,
1: but uh, you know, Curry, uh, if you're if you're better, I'd be checking those Curry MVP odds. Okay, because he, I think, is is going to have a big big year, and I think Golden State's going to be really good. Okay, um, I don't know if you saw last night the the Jokic uh, Marquis, or Marcus Morris
0: little fight. I've, I've, I saw the hard foul against Jokic. Morris turn around, and then Jokic basically pummel him from behind.
1: Yeah, well, the Morris brothers are dirty.
0: I also thought that the writhing around uh, up and then down on around the floor was a little dramatic. Well,
1: those, it's, the Morris brothers are your typical schoolyard bullies. Uh, they like to play physical. They like to cheap shot, but when you do it to them, they act like the world ended. Um, I loved it. They thought that he thought he was going to punk Yo It was a Denver was up 17 with 20 seconds left when this happened. And you've got the 11th man on the Miami bench going to try to take a shot at the reigning league MVP. I'm glad he reacted the way he did. He's going to get suspended for a game or two, but um, I'm glad he reacted the way he did. But the funny part is Jokic has two brothers who are bigger than Jokic. Okay. Jokic is seven foot two eighty,
0: and they're bigger they're, than
1: that. They're like as big. And I think one of them's a little bigger. Three big-ass Serbian dudes who have lived through civil wars and famines and all this shit. So the other Morris brother, who wasn't there last night, tweeted something at Jokic where basically, like, I'm taking notes. And and I'm not going to forget that you, that you cheap-shotted my brother. Mm. So the Jokic brothers today created a Twitter account called the Jokic brothers. They have... One follower, Jamal Murray, who is the point guard on Denver. And then they now have thousands of of followers. Or they only have one guy they follow, and that's Murray. They have thousands of followers now. But they tweeted at the other Morris brother who tweeted today, basically like, bring it. We're here for it. We're ready. And then it just became of, do you really want to fight these dudes from the Balkans? (laughs) Like, They're like... Like the like the crazy Russian bad guy in the movie that can like you know kill you with a spoon mm-hmm. kind of stuff. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I saw that on Twitter. Somebody sub, jumped to the Morris guy's defense and be like, "Those dudes don't want any of this South Beach, you know, nonsense, whatever." Please. And it's like, Please. those guys, those guys grew up in a country that was constantly getting shelled yeah. in civil war. They didn't know where their next meal was coming from, and they finally made it out. If you want the definition of tough. Don't look at the South Beach stuff. Go right. look at those like, guys, you, you, and they're huge. You might have had a couple gangs in your neighborhood. They had tanks in their neighborhood,
1: <laughs> flamethrowers and right. shit, like and shell. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: come on now. Yes, oh, don't I'd bark say, up that tree. I did see that, and it was it was actually pretty funny. Uh, um, the Bulls forty two in the fourth quarter last night to dude, beat the Nets. Bulls are good.
1: I watched um, a decent portion of that game. I was flicking back and forth for a while with the football game, um, the Bulls are good. Like, they don't have a star, but they've got, like, nine legit NBA guys. I mean, DeRozan's made all-star teams, Levine, Vucevic, Lonzo Ball. Uh, they got that uh, Desumu kid they drafted from Illinois. He's playing well. Um, they, they've they got some guy. They got Caruso, who they got from the Lakers. They've got, they're like eight or nine deep. They're legit. I don't, I'm not saying they're going to make the conference finals, but they're a playoff team and there's somebody that would just be a pain in the ass to play in a first round series, you know? Okay. But, uh, I was impressed. All right. And then conversely, the Pelicans are one in 10. <laughs> now they haven't had Zion and Brandon Ingram. Their second best guy has been in and out of the lineup, but I worry about that franchise in new Orleans. I, I don't, They don't get much support. That is a hard, 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 hardcore football city. They don't really care about basketball. It's the second time they've had a franchise there. I think it's going to be the second time it fails. Um, Okay. And I don't know how they keep Zion down there. I just don't. I mean, the team's bad. Is it keeping him down there or actually wanting to resign him? Well, I don't think they're going to have the luxury of not wanting to resign him. I think that he's kind of their meal ticket down there, but I'm not sure
0: it's salvageable okay that's fair um what are the some out you got some other nba stuff Yeah,
1: a report came out apparently espn did an investigative thing on the phoenix suns and it's turned out that their owner is a dirtbag and if you follow the nba you kind of already knew that he was a dirtbag he's cheap and uh he he just does not run his franchise well even though they made the finals last year it was kind of a kind of a fluke, but uh, apparently he is not above um, racist and sexist comments in the workplace, and apparently they're quite bad. I don't think it's Donald Sterling bad where they're going to be able to force him out, um, but some bad things are going to go down for okay. the Suns and pretty good chance that it'll derail a pretty good team. Okay. Um, and then lastly – I saw... Scottie Pippen has lost his damn mind.
0: I thought, I thought I saw some more of this stuff.
1: So he's writing a book, or he wrote a book, and now the book is out,
0: which is basically his rebuttal to the Last Dance, dance documentary that got came skewered.
1: out. he But he didn't. No. That's the thing. All they did in the Last Dance was tell the truth.
0: Well, he viewed it as he got...
1: Scottie he Pippen got, is the one that didn't want to go into the game at the end right. against the Knicks when the play wasn't called for him. They just told the story. So, you know, that's what happens when you make those kind of decisions. People don't forget about him, and they dredge them back up. So he's going after Jordan and taking shots and calling Jordan names and calling him selfish and basically saying everything that we kind of already knew about Michael Jordan and we're fine with, right? Which because is that's just how it's the all way the he things is. that made him who he right. is and how great he is. Sure, but uh, yeah, I saw an interview with him and Strayan and Scotty. Kind of looks like a crazy person now. He's got his. <laughs> His hair is all grown out, it's like curly and yeah, he it's it's not a good look for him. Hmm, interesting. And I mean, you know, Michael Jordan was really close with Charles Barkley for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And Barkley was critical of Jordan, the owner. Yep. And Jordan cut him off. Mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say that Scotty's cut off.
0: Uh yeah. And I, I think, think so. and I
1: think after calling Phil Jackson a racist, I think that bridge is
0: probably burnt as well, so <laughs>
1: Not not great times for old Scotty. Man.
0: Yeah. All right, so that's some NBA stuff. Let's uh, move to college. We're passing the 7 o'clock hour, which means that the Badgers are just starting against uh, St. Francis of Brooklyn, which I got the mascot wrong when I was typing out the sports schedule, but I was on vacation, so I wasn't really paying attention. I picked the St. Francis that was in Pennsylvania which is the St. Francis Red Flash. Mm. This is the St. Francis Terriers, okay. much like Wofford. So Badgers are taking uh, them on. It's just your normal non-conference opener. The non-conference schedule for basketball for, a, for some of these teams is much like football. Oh, yeah. You, you get a couple of teams in the Gavitt Games or the ACC Big Ten Challenge or a tournament, a holiday tournament. And you're like, okay, you know, that's pretty good. Or like Wisconsin will play Marquette. or There'll be one, you know, one team that's be like, oh, okay. You know, you got them on the schedule. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of kind of patsies.
1: Yeah, I mean, if the Badgers and Marquette play 11 pre uh, non-conference games, four of them might be worthy opponents. In the other seven, you just hope that you don't get burned right. and get beat at home because they're right, typically going to be at home, home. yeah. And it gives you an opportunity to work on some stuff heading into conference. Mm-hmm. But... 176 games today. That's a lot. Man, that's awesome, though. It is. uh, They had some games that started this afternoon. I know Villanova played at like three. Um, So that's pretty cool. There will be games going on all night. I'm really as fired up for a college basketball season as I've been in a long time. Okay. Um, I'm kind of renewed with Marquette with with having Shaka Smart and having a new coach and seeing what they do. I'm really interested to see what, what happens with the Badgers this year. A lot of youth. Um, lot of, lot a lot of A lot of youth. turnover.
0: Davison's the old man.
1: You he- lost four guys out of the program that were seniors that all elected to not come back and left with a very, very bitter taste in their mouth. Um, Big-time summer of turmoil in Madison with the release of that tape um, that was not good for Greg Gard. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be really interested to see how they move on from that. Um, you know, does Johnny Davis as a sophomore – take a leap and and show that he can be an all big 10 level player um you know does does Tyler Wall become bigger factor do some of these younger guys you know they've got a couple of freshman guards i think Chucky Hepburn yep. it sounds like is going to be their starting point guard you know is he a, does he look like a freshman or is he a kid that you have confidence in in the big 10 season that he can play some of these road games so
0: it'd be fun to see first freshman starting at that position since Devin Harris yeah Apparently so,
1: but you know yeah, that's something. Three Wisconsin kids on the roster, only one that's going to actually get minutes, and that's Johnny Davis. That's disappointing. Um, you know, when you're the state, you're the state school with the name of the state on your chest. I would like to see a little more homegrown talent, and we now have more homegrown talent than we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So we should have a few more of those guys on the team. Um, Marquette opens up tonight against SIU Edwardsville. They play New Hampshire on Friday, and then they have Illinois Monday.
0: That's a big one. Uh, they're going
1: to get lucky because Kofi Cokeburn is suspended that game because, like, he sold an autograph or something. Oh, I, just, I,
0: I thought I read something like that,
1: um, yes. But Marquette, you know, I to be fair, I take my shot at the Badgers, Marquette only has two Wisconsin kids on their roster, and they only have one that might play in freshman David Joplin from Brookfield this year, so... Shaka
0: you, Smart, I think, will
1: get that. I was just going. gonna say
0: you can't too, be too critical no. of that because there was a yep. lot of outgoing mm-hmm. that left the program with him now, and then there were some people that transferred in. So there wasn't a whole lot right. of room right. for recruiting and, and, and the kids that are on there right now from Wisconsin and aren't from Wisconsin, you can't really pin that on but smart.
1: But going forward, because I don't think either the badgers or Marquette, they're never going to be the national level programs that I think some of the alumni on both sides think they are, um, they need to recruit better in state
0: mm-hmm.
1: because there is talent. You know, we got, you know, we've had two one and done first round draft picks in the last couple of years out of Wisconsin and Tyler hero and Jalen Johnson. Mm-hmm. And neither one of those guys went to college in Wisconsin. So we gotta, we gotta try to change that. But 10 freshmen on Marquette's roster, a bunch of new guys, as you stated, um, going to be really fun to watch both these teams. going to be fun to keep an eye on UWM with Patrick Baldwin being a McDonald's All-American and going to play for his dad. Um, It's going to be fun to see full arenas at college games again. We didn't have that last year. So uh, I'm pretty fired up. There's some good games tonight. Kansas-Michigan State is on right now. Oh, okay. Duke-Kentucky plays tonight. Oh, wow. After that, um, the first game of the Coach K Farewell Tour. Oh, which you th-
0: think about? That. You won't hear
1: anything about that on ESPN in the next four
0: months. Jesus Christ!
1: Um, a little sad news. Uh, Dickie V revealed uh, a week or two ago he's mm-hmm. got cancer. Yep, and he's going through some chemo. Um, not sure how much of him we're going to see this year. Hopefully, some. Um, Dick Vitale was my John Madden as a kid. Okay, um, who who was obsessed with college basketball as a kid. I mean, Dickie V in the eighties and early nineties, that was the heyday. And, um, he was, he got, dude. he got very old and very stale and played a lot of favorites with his coaching buddies that over time, it's like anything, you know, the more you see a guy, the more they grow to annoy you. But, um, got a lot of love for Dickie V hope, Hope he, you know, he's in his 80s, so I hope he pulls through for at least a while and hope to see him back and hear him on, on a couple of broadcasts
0: this year okay. if we can. So. All right. All right, you got, uh, you got anything else? You said you were going to go, you said you had something to wrap things up.
1: Yeah, hit. hit you can hit the music.
0: So, really? Yeah, we're, okay. this isn't long. Okay. Um,
1: 24 years ago today. Oh, I know where you're going. The biggest night in the history of professional wrestling. I know where you're going. 1997 Survivor Series. Montreal, Montreal screw job. Yep. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Vince orders the quick count. Yep. One, two, three. Ring the bell. Shoulders on the mat for for the uh, for Bret Hart. HBK walks out, the new champ. Bret Hart hocks a monster loogie in Vince McMahon's eye, and then dece- proceeds to deck him in the locker room, where the next night on Raw, the owner has to come out with a black eye. And say I'd do it again. It was all for business. My God, what a great what a great night that was. And I was thinking about it today. So none of us saw it because it was legitimate pay per view. Yes, nobody. I mean, I don't think you knew anybody. I I wasn't watching. No. So nobody, none of our friends saw it live. We all had to read it on the internet an hour after the show on Mm -hmm. the dirt sheets. And I remember talking about it at school the next day. Man, it was big deal. It was a big deal. That and that and Hogan joining the NWO the year before. I mean, that those were the two moments that really uh, kind of blew up the wrestling world and turned it into the pop culture phenomenon that it became.
0: The moment that I remember most outside of the Screwjob and the Hogan Bash at the Beach was when Nitro came on the air and Shane McMahon or Vince McMahon, mm. I don't remember which one, yep. was right on. the And everybody, like, they faded into Nitro and there's shane mcmahon you're like whoa you're like oh he really bought it this is legit now yeah all right yeah 24 oh, years man, old Does that's that make a, you feel old yes i i i don't need that to feel old but that doesn't <laughs> help all right that's a good uh, place to end this edition of the intentional foul um good show yes lots of uh, info we'll do it again next week right before high school basketball season starts and See how much we got left in the tank in a
1: couple weeks. Now I'm going to go in and plop my ass in the recliner watch and watch about hoops, five hours of, of uh, hoops and All right. pass
0: out. Well, we ran out of music, so uh, thank you for listening, downloading, and uh, subscribing. If you do that, if not, uh, please do, and encourage some other people to do that. We would definitely appreciate it. So uh, thanks very much, and until next time, I'm Josh. I'm Dan. We will talk to you next week. Let's go Bucks. Got to get a win.